0: Let's get into some of these games, my friend. Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger, it's in the huddle. Jason Locke, for a part of this as well. And every week we look ahead to games. Now, the most impressive team for me right now, Baldy, is the Lions. I would not have said this five weeks ago. Maybe we can go back and listen to our podcast five weeks ago and we were talking about what team was going to ascend, what team was going to take the next leap. Jared Goff's playing out of his mind, man. He's just playing really good football. And you've been touting the OC for a while now. I don't think it's a secret anymore. This
1: offense is legit. It's legit, Carl. And not just legit. They are so fun to watch. They really are. You know, like last week, you know, we we saw Jameson Williams on the field for the second time, but we saw his first catch. Now, there was a breakdown in the secondary in Minnesota, but you see the blistering speed Mm -hmm. that we all saw in Alabama. Like, now, you know, they took a chance, 12th pick in the draft, you know, first round, they took a chance and said, we're willing to let this kid's, you know, ACL heal when we'll put him on the field when he's ready to get on the field. And he kind of had a coming out part, you know, and then the next, so that's the first touchdown. Second touchdown, Khalif Raymond runs a punt back 35 yards, got the ball at the 48 yard line. That Ben Johnson, the offense coordinator said, we're going like next play. There's DJ Chark, double move, touchdown. It's 14 nothing, Nick. Like, they attack because they have people that can attack. They they have an offensive line. Panay Sewell, Zanaria Smith is yours. Shut him down. Shut and he did. Down. And he did. Shut him down. For, you know, Ragnow and Taylor Decker, like, it's a good group. They didn't run the ball particularly well last week. But on defense, Nick, like, you know, Aiden Hutchinson is the real deal. Like, the effort, the way that he plays. He plays the game the right way. Malcolm Rodriguez. In the sixth round last year, Nick, all right, Carl, they, they had two six round picks Malcolm Rodriguez out of Oklahoma State and this kid, James Houston, out of Jackson State. So I'm watching this kid, James Houston, last week and he gets yeah. a sack and you go, okay, yeah. pretty impressive. Then I go back and I go, what else has he done? He's played 36 plays all year, Carl. He's got four sacks and 36 snaps. He he went to work with Chuck Smith down in Atlanta. He did. Mother and father, you know, said, let's give him the best coach. Like, Nick, this guy, I don't even know who to compare him to right now. He he started watching Bubba Baker tape, an old film from Bubba Baker, like this hesitation move that Bubba had. And he's putting on these guys four sacks and 36 snaps. He's going to get more playing time against the Jets this week. I know we haven't talked about the Jets at all, but, man, Detroit is fun to watch. And you everything Dan Campbell has been touting for the last two years, it's kind of coming to be, and you can see – this team believes in itself.
0: Let me let me talk about Chuck Smith for a second because he's a, a really good friend. Um, he works with a lot of guys. A lot of guys. A, a lot of guys. Yep. And I am privy to being around that when these yep. guys come into town. Yep. Chuck told me about this kid from Jackson State. He, he did an HBCU combine in Arizona huh. last year. Okay. okay. So he had a bunch of these guys out in Arizona, and we're talking, and he's like – I'm telling you, some of these guys, they're sleepers. He mentions this young man, and I said, well, tell me about him. And his nickname is The Problem. (laughs) So when you talk about this kid coming off the edge, and I was like, what? What are you talking about? And now you're seeing this. Detroit got a steal with this young man. And I absolutely agree with you. With more snaps, more playing time, he's a baller, man. He's a guy that's going to be an issue coming off the edge, but – you know, these are the kind of finds, Baldy, right? When you're drafting, that puts your team over the top. The Rodriguez kid, I'm going to tell you, I'm watching uh, HBO Hard Knocks. Yeah. And AG, Aaron Glenn's in the film room, right? And they only show you a little bit. And I don't need to see much. You you right. know this. We we need to see just a little bit. That's right. And this kid fills the gap, right? On a just a simple dive play. Boom! He hits the guy. And I'm like, you don't see that read and that kind of explosiveness from a linebacker who's just basically, you know, you think these guys are lost out there when they get. And I said, wow, he's impressive. And then fast forward 13, 14 weeks into the season, this kid's been the real deal.
1: He's putting he, he's putting quite a resume together, Carl. Like he didn't start early in the season, but he, you know, he's a full-time starter now. But he's a he's a thumper. You know, it he is. brings a little something, something to the party. Um, but he but just the feel for the game, you know. Some kids go to the combine in Indianapolis. They just don't run the fastest time. They're not the tallest guy. Like it's just those things kind of, you know, just keep knocking you down. You play in the Big 12. It's a passing league. How are you going to do against power running? Well, sometimes you just find good players in a sixth round, you know, and they found two really good ones to go. And all of a sudden, you remember like, you know, all those things about Akuda. Oh, he was over, over third pick in the draft. He's over drafted. Yeah. All of a sudden, Jeff Akuta is looking like a really good corner you know, in all phases of the game. like there's just young talent. You need young talent to fuel, you know, guys, you know, to fuel a, rank, a Frank Ragnar or Taylor Decker or Jared Goff. The guys have been around a long time. You get all these young bucks in there. They don't really know what they don't know, but they bring a lot of energy every day to practice into the games. And, you you know, you it, it kind of jumps off the screen at you. So it's uh, Lions at Jets. Mike White
0: got killed last week. Oh, my God. I, and I'm not, ju- I'm not sure – What the Jets are going to look like this week after that beatdown. That was one of the most physical games all season. Didn't you think? I mean, both defenses were just going at it last week. I mean,
1: look, Josh Allen, I think his two worst games of the year are against the Jets. Like, he couldn't convert, he couldn't complete a third down pass until almost halftime. You know, I mean, the Jets really had their number. The the game, it was funny because sometimes these games swing on one play. So it's like 0 0, right? They're just going back and forth. Defenses are just slaughtering each other. And then it was fourth and one, and the Bills went for it. And C.J. Mosley, who's as good as anybody in this business, like they run this play where they bring the tight end, Dawson knocks in to take the snap like Kansas City does. And he, he tries to time it, he jumps over the pile, and they get a free fourth out, uh, you know, conversion. And it seemed like from that moment on, Buffalo's offense really took off. Yeah. And just wicked, horrible weather. It was sleet all day. It turned to snow. It was just windy. It was just a tough day. And I, you know, Mike Smith, I know he, like, he got knocked out of the game twice. I mean, the hits that he took. Mike White. Milano hit him. Like, like, I didn't know he was going to get up from these hits. Oh, yeah. It was, like, rough. But he came back. He made some good throws to Garrett Wilson. They just couldn't, you know, they just couldn't sustain offense. Like, they're having, they can't find the right tackle to stay healthy. And, you know, they're just, it's just like every week they keep losing really good players.
0: You ready? Showtime. Let's talk about Titans, Chargers. Subscribe, guys. We put out new episodes Tuesday and Thursday. Thank you for all the input, feedback. We love it. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes, put them up. Our man Jason Lock on four as well. Let's talk about Titans at Chargers. Titans are falling apart, and I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what's going on. Derek Henry was running the ball great last week, and then, then he wasn't. And, you know, the Chargers, you're talking about, I think it was five or six starters out on the defensive side, and they still were able to do what they did last week. So, what's the deal here, Baldy, with this game this weekend?
1: Well, when I watched the Chargers against the Dolphins, for the first time maybe all year, Carl, I saw Michael Williams, I saw Keenan Allen, I saw Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett. You know, like, they were all Carter. Like, they were all healthy. And so now, all of a sudden, you got your deep shot to Mike Williams. You know, he makes a great play against Savian Howard. You're seeing Keenan Allen work the middle of the field on third down, sustaining drives. You're seeing Josh Palmer... And just his abilities, and and you give Justin Herbert any time, like he's just gonna he's gonna carve you up. He's just yeah. that good, you know. I mean, nobody, well, I can't see anybody, but he can spin it, throw it as well as anybody in this whole league. And you give him a full complement of receivers, he's gonna find him, and that's what he did last week. I think that's where. And right now, Tennessee, they're without Danico Autry, who's probably the best interior rusher. Jeffrey Simmons looks banged up. You know, Harold Landry hasn't played. Bud Dupree hasn't really shown up recently. You know, Christian Fulton's out. David Long's out. Like, they've had all these injuries, Carl. And so now the the ranks are just depleted. And so you've got, like, Kevin Byard, who should be the free safety, is covering the tight end last week just because they didn't have anybody to do it. Right. And so I just feel like, you know, the Chargers right now are getting healthy, at least on offense, at the right time of the year. And if they get healthy on that side of the ball and they get to the playoffs – they could be a problem for teams. I'm with you. Um, we didn't mention the Thursday night game, and we
0: need to. 49ers yes. Seattle, it's a big one. It's it's a big Huge. game. But I've been with you on this, I don't know, for three or four weeks as we kept talking about the 49ers. They're going to take off. They're going to take off. What we didn't know is the Garoppolo injury was going to happen. Right. Okay. But it hasn't necessarily hampered them. And I, gotta t- I like Brock Pur- Purdy. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Brock Purdy.
1: I announced a game last week, Carl. I was there. So I've talked to all the guys before the game, talked to Debo Samuel, you know, talked to Christian McCaffrey. And I'm just saying, like, what are you, what are you seeing? What's, what's he like? You know, and they're like, Baldy, he's in, he's in his locker room. He's got his, you know, his laptop there. He's just like, even when he wasn't playing, he was preparing. And so, you know, some some people, you know, can look like they have this tremendous swag because they're really prepared, Carl. Right. And I don't feel like Purdy has... Skills. He's got great pocket awareness, how to move in the pocket to keep a play alive. He's got he's got his eyes are down the field, you know, deep shots last week to Ayuk and to McCaffrey for touchdowns. Not no fear to throw the ball in the middle of the field. So I was talking to Debo about it. I said, okay. He goes, Well, what do you think, Baldy? I go, well, he's he he looks like he's got no fear of throwing the ball t- to you over the middle. Looks like he could take a hit. Looks like he can extend plays and get out of harm's way. He goes, I go, check, 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 Debo. He goes, check, check, check. I not believe it. You know, and so I, I don't – you know, sometimes you see these guys and they have like a two or three-game span and we all get carried away. Like, I don't think we're getting carried away. Like, we all want to see more. But on a team that has a tremendous defense, can take the ball away, make Tom Brady look pedestrian last week mm-hmm. – Maybe the offense doesn't have to be great, but they're running the ball really well. McCaffrey ran it as well as he's running it in two years last week. They look like a dangerous team to me, Carl. they won five in a row. I don't think it's going to – Seattle's leaking oil right now. Yes, they are. They really missed Kenneth Walker in the run game. And, you know, for the first time all year, Geno Smith threw two interceptions. Now, they were really good plays by J.C. Horn and C.J. Henderson. But, nonetheless, we haven't seen that from Geno. And I don't know against this defense if that might not happen again. Bengals
0: at Bucks, Baldy, uh, two teams headed in the opp- opposite direction. Speaking of teams that are looking the part right now, the Bengals are. Um, I-, I can't tell you every week how much I love Burrow and his c- composure. But um, Bengals are 0-3 when sacked four more times this season. So, you know, they're 9-1 when he sacked three or less. That's a huge number. But I don't think the Bucks get to him. And I don't think the Bucks win this game. And I think. You know, all the conversation about the Bucks winning this division. I don't even know if they win the a- a- NFC South. I'm with I-, you. I think they're falling apart right now.
1: Well, in the last three weeks now, against Cleveland, New Orleans, and last week in San Francisco, Brady's thrown it 48, 55, and 55 times. Like, the formula to lose games is to throw it 50-plus times. It just is. I mean, you can look up any metric. And it's the way that they throw it, Carl. They Brady knows he can't hold it. So everything is a, a perimeter throw. Right. It's to the sideline. It's a bubble screen. It's a check down. That's the whole offense. They can't get the ball down the field because they can't hold up. And the hidden secret like Burrow is an assassin. Like, he if he wants to get, like, they played last week without T, without Tyler. It didn't matter. They had Jamar and they had, you know, Trenton. Like, they had all these other guys. It didn't matter. Like, Burrow is protected enough. Yeah. You know, Miles got to him a couple times and Genevieve and Clowney got to him a couple times, but like his eyes are in the right place. And but the hidden part to this team is their defense. Yeah. Defense like Logan Wilson and like Pratt, like these guys are really good players. And Hendrickson and you know Hubbard like and and then the the, the real the best player on their defense last week was DJ Reader. Like he's just a force in the middle. And he was last week, he he's healthy right now. Like DJ Reader in the middle of that defense is a big difference maker. And I just think the Bucks, man, that offense. In fact, people in Tampa told me, if you see Brady throwing the ball to the sidelines, we're not winning the game. <laughs> the ball down the field. They got yes. it once down the field to Godwin last week. And that, that's not enough.
0: No, it's not working. Uh, it's just not. Monday night, I want to mention Rams at Packers, only because Baker Mayfield and what he did mm-hmm. and what it means for the Rams moving forward. Baldy, we talked about it. I think the injury to Jared Goff is a little bit more serious than – Maybe they assume or they're leading on and he might have to make a decision about his football future. Maybe he's back next year. But even if he is, what Baker Mayfield does over the next few weeks may determine where he ends up and how his future is shaped. So Packers, we've talked about it, but I just think it's interesting to see if Mayfield can build on what
1: we saw. Well, if you, I mean, just think about the track record that Sean McVay has. He had the number one pick and Jared Goff, took him to a Super Bowl. Had the number one pick in Matt Stafford. Everybody that saw him in Detroit said, oh, you know, he can't. And we saw what he did. You know, and now he's got Baker, you know. And so <clears throat> you give a talent, like a piece of talent, and Baker's talented. You give Sean McVay a talented quarterback, a guy that knows how to throw the ball, you know, knows how to read a defense, has a lot of experience. Like, he's going to do good things. Now, I, I couldn't tell you that Baker's going to take the team down the field you know, to win the game against the Raiders, you know, like he did on Thursday night. Now he's had 10 days to get ready. I'm sure that him and McVeigh's had meetings every single day, you know, just combing the playbook, looking for things that Baker likes, you know, that he's comfortable with. Um, And so I think this is a good marriage. And I think Baker's going to be there. I think he's going to be the long-term answer. I think about it. Okay. You know, if Stafford, whether he, you know, he is done or he isn't, We know it's not going to be a lot longer, probably, that Matt plays. Um, He's been at it for a long time. So I think Baker's going to be on that team, and I think he's going to be the quarterback going forward.
0: I want to ask you one last thing before we let you go, guys. Subscribe. New episodes, Tuesday, Thursday. We're counting down. Literally after this week, we got three weeks left. we got Saturday football, Sunday football. I love this time of year in the NFL. Who's the rookie of the year? The defensive rookie of the year, Baldy. Sauce. Hutchinson, Tariq
1: Woolen, who's the rookie defensive rookie of the year? Well, Woolen has the numbers. You know, he's got the six interceptions. Um, Sauce plays in New York, and I've seen them, I've seen the ball go over his head for completion once the whole year. Defended one of the goal line last week against Buffalo. Uh, it's, I mean, to me, Sauce is is the guy right now. Just overall play. Now, Tariq has been. I call him the shadow because the only thing faster than then Tariq is his shadow. Um, He he is a phenomenal player. We we get a chance to watch him on national TV tonight. Yes. If he gets, if he picks Brock Purdy, you know, that might be enough on national TV in a big game, in a big spot in a big division game. Yeah. You know, sometimes the national exposure in a big spot can kind of tip, you know, tip the scales.
0: I agree. Uh, Hutchinson's had a great year as well. I don't want to dismiss it. I think those three guys are going to win defensive rookie of the year. One of those three guys, right? Yeah. Uh, when it's all said and done. Baldy, great job, man, as always. Thanks, Carl. Enjoy
1: the games. Where are you at this weekend, by the way? I'm, I'm out in Los Angeles uh, on Saturday or on Sunday, Chargers in Tennessee. Oh, we got so, a good one. Yeah. We got a good one. We'll yep. talk to you next week, my friend.
0: Take care. Everybody, yep. thank you so much. Join us Tuesday. We'll release another episode. We'll talk about what happened over the weekend. Make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends about it. It's in the huddle. Have a great day, everybody.